baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Carry on my son. There'll be peace when you are done. Lay your weary head to rest. Don't you cry no more. Well, good evening, fellow Neanderthals. Welcome to the John Whitmer Show, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. We're thrilled to have you with us this evening here at your local resistance headquarters, where we proudly champion the conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. Happy Father's Day, by the way, to uh, to dads out there, dads, stepdads, grandparents, etc. Wishing you a, a happy Father's Day. Thrilled to have you with us this evening. If you'd like to call in, our studio lines are open. You can reach us at 316-869-1330. We'll be taking your calls, as always, on the 45s. You can reach me by email at uh, john at knssradio.com, on Facebook and Truth Social at the John Whitmer Show, and on Twitter, at John R. Whitmer. Make sure you uh, you reach out. Love to uh, to hear from you. I, I get tons of Facebook messages and uh, and tweets, and so I'm, I'm always thrilled when I, when I hear from folks. Got another great show planned for you tonight. Wink Hartman, CEO of Hartman Oil, will join us to uh, discuss the letter Joe Biden sent this week to oil companies demanding they ramp up production and cut prices. Um, I'm sure that really will end up in a lot of uh, recycle bins. Tim Graham, managing editor of Newsbusters, will join us to talk how the mainstream media has been hard at work ignoring the assassination threat against Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. We'll discuss the growing trend of acts of abortion terrorism against peaceful pro-life pregnancy centers that is now a national trend with Compass Care CEO Jim Harden. You may be familiar with Compass Care. It was one of their facilities in Detroit that was firebombed last month. Uh, Ben Salceda from the Republican Hispanic National Assembly will join us to discuss the implications of Maya Flores' victory in Texas. She is the uh, Republican who just won the special election in uh, in south just the the southernmost tip of texas and is now a uh, in, in uh, well i guess a rec- congresswoman elect is the term and it's the first time in over 100 years that republicans 
will uh, will hold that seat. And Mackenzie Haddock is going to help us fact check the latest television ads from the pro-abortion groups that are trying to mislead you into voting against the Value Them Both Amendment. And, of course, we'll be taking your calls at 316-869-1330. So we've got a, a packed lineup tonight. Hopefully uh, we'll get some good callers and have some good conversation on our Father's Day evening show. Um, speaking of Father's Day, today marks the nation's 112th Father's Day or rather non-birthing parents' day for our woke listeners out there, since we're trying to make sure we're all inclusive on this show. So uh, we'll call them non-birthing parents' day. And by raising children to be happy, productive, and responsible adults, uh, non-birthing parents, play a critical role in shaping our society. Our non-birthing parents set an example for us on, on how to be our best in every aspect of our lives. They're internal and integral by to raising future generations of Americans who will continue to build an ever stronger nation. We need that non-birthing parent in our lives. The U.S. Census reveals that the U.S. is home to 172 million non-birthing parents, 29 million of whom are grand non-birthing parents, Another 24 million have kids under 18, 2 million are single non-birthing parents, and 191,000 are stay-at-home non-birthing parents. So it just tells you that there's a heck of a lot of dads out there, or at least non-birthing parents that I self-identify as dads. Um, And there's a little history to consider here as well. The first Father's Day celebration in the U.S. took place on June 19, 1910. In 1966, President Johnson issued the first presidential proclamation honoring fathers, designating the third Sunday in June as Father's Day. He said, in quote, in the homes of our nations, we look to the fathers to provide the strength and stability which characterize the successful family. He, He couldn't get away with saying that today. If the father's responsibilities are many, his rewards are also great. The love, appreciation, and respect of children and spouse. Democrat said that. Democrats wouldn't say that today. Six years later, the day was made a permanent national holiday when Richard Nixon signed it into law in 1972. At the signing, Nixon said, Our identity in name and nature, our roots in home and family, Our very standard of manhood, all this and more, is the heritage our fathers share with us. Can you imagine a president saying that today? And and the wailing and gnashing of teeth that the, I mean, he said manhood, that alone would get him impeached. Ronald Reagan said on Father's Day, we pay tribute to all in our society who have taken on the responsibilities and joys of fatherhood. Whether our fathers are near at hand or a continent away, with their families watching from the light of eternity, we take this day to remember them, to say our thanks for the years they've given us, and to ask that they receive God's blessings. Hope oh, that would get you in trouble today. Can't imagine a president, you invoke God, you're in trouble there. In his Father's Day proclamation in 1996, Bill Clinton said America owes a debt of gratitude to the fathers that help our nation's children grow up safe and happy. 
providing a wellspring of love for their families to draw upon. These men strengthen our community. See, even Bill Clinton knew that fathers were men. Strengthen our communities and enable their daughters and sons to master life's lessons with confidence. I wonder what Bill Clinton would think of today's image of fathers who can get pregnant. In his 2003 Father's Day proclamation, George W. Bush said, The time and attention that a father gives to a child is irreplaceable. There is no substitute for the involvement and commitment of a responsible father. Not only are fathers essential to the healthy development of children, they also influence the strength of families and the stability of communities. Again, presidents past and present who recognize the importance of fathers. Today, both the current and former presidents posted messages acknowledging dads. Neither of them referred to them as non-birthing parents. Joe Biden posted Happy Father's Day wishes to all the fathers and father... Well, Joe Biden, if somebody did on his Twitter page, rather. Uh, to all the fathers and father figures who, quote, enrich our character and love us unconditionally, Happy Father's Day to the fathers, stepfathers, grandfathers, and father figures who enrich our character, love us unconditionally, and give so much of themselves every day so we can live lives worthy of the dreams and sacrifices. Again, even Joe Biden recognizes the importance of fathers. And former President Trump, true to form for former President Trump, posted a happy Father's Day message of his own today as well uh, to everyone, including his political adversaries, saying, quote, happy Father's Day to all including the radical left rhinos and other losers of the world. Hopefully, eventually, everyone will come together, unquote. Eh, you know, at least he's consistent. That being said, I'd still take the that kind of mean tweet over $5 a gallon gas. We'll be taking your calls at 745. In the meantime, happy Father's Day, and coming up after the break... Tim Graham, managing editor of Newsbusters, will join us to talk about how the mainstream media is ignoring the assassination threat against Justice Brett Kavanaugh. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. The Voice of Agriculture, Kansas Farm Bureau. In April, the first hearing on the 2023 Farm Bill was held in Michigan, and a second hearing will be held in Arkansas this month. And we expect that throughout the summer and fall, individual members of the agriculture committees may host some informal conversations or roundtables in their districts. Farm Bureau's Vice President of Public Policy, Sam Kiefer, says Farm Bureau members want to see the next Farm Bill strengthen important risk management tools. We're also going to make sure that rural America has the connectivity and the tools it needs to compete in a digital era. Farm Bureau will soon be getting out resources for state and county policy development discussions. And we welcome the thought and the input of members all across the country. Contact your county Farm Bureau to get involved and listen again here for more from the Voice of Agriculture, Kansas Farm Bureau. 
This is the Sean Hannity Show. You don't need a MIT degree, a Harvard economics degree to figure all of this out. All of this is tied to the stupid New Green Deal radical socialist and climate alarmist religious cult agenda, period. Because if you want to drop inflation and you want to drop the cost of gasoline, the president could easily do it by returning to the policies that worked. And those were the policies under Donald J. Trump. Sean Hannity. Afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. This is the Sean Hannity Show. The Federal Reserve is now warning that the transitory Biden inflation crisis is now posing a serious threat to the entire United States economic system. From the Wall Street Journal, elevated, persistent inflation coupled with a sharp rise in interest rates are among the greatest near-term risks to the U.S. economic system. All of this is absolutely happening, and it's going to get worse. Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. This is the Sean Hannity Show. So several heated protests have occurred in front of the Supreme Court since uh, Justice Alito's draft opinion was leaked. We still have not found the leaker as far as we know. Peter Ducey brought up Biden's statements earlier this week calling the MAGA crowd the most extreme political organization in recent history. Do you think the progressive activists that are now planning protests outside some of the justices' houses are extreme? Ducey asked that question to Jen Psaki. Sean Hannity. Afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. You can also listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook and True Social. And of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the latest show updates. Little Chicago, Saturday in the park on a Sunday evening. A little appropriate. So not surprisingly, the Sunday shows were hard at work ignoring the assassination threat against Supreme Court to Justice Brett Kavanaugh. According to a new analysis by the Media Research Center, ABC's This Week, CBS's Face the Nation, NBC's Meet the Press, and CNN's State of the Union completely ignored the threat against Justice Kavanaugh. Big surprise. However, those same shows spent a combined one hour, 33 minutes, and seven seconds on the January 6 hearings and interviews. <laughs> big, big, not, not surprising in the slightest. Joining us now to review the all-too-predictably-biased coverage from the mainstream media is Tim Graham, managing editor of Newsbusters at the Media Research Center, 
Tim, thank you for joining us this evening. It's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend. Uh, happy Father's Day as well, by the way. Oh, thank you. This is a, this is a present right here. <laughs> wow, you, you didn't get much, in other words. You didn't get a... <laughs> uh, Tim, let me... Uh, let me ask you this. So the, the only Sunday show that, that, according to your report, to cover the threat was Fox News Sunday with anchor Brett Baer. Baer spoke with uh, Democratic Delaware Senator Chris Coons, which is a, I mean, he's a loony bird in himself. But when pressed on the issue and the lack of security protection for Supreme Court justices, Coons tried to pivot away from the question and back to the January 6th hearings. Is that right? Well, I mean, this is what politicians do, they, right? They want they. It's like, oh, this isn't my favorite topic, so I'm going to shift over to something else. You yeah. Know? This, you know, th and what was bad about this was this had happened on a Wednesday morning. You know, we're like four days in, and all of these shows were like, this shall not be discussed today. And it's you could certainly do both if you're going to do an hour and a half on the January six hearings. Uh, you could do eight minutes. You think on on Brett Kavanaugh, but they just didn't want to do it. It's so, you know, this happened on a Wednesday, and by Thursday they were like, "Nope, we're done." I mean, how is the attempted assassination of a Supreme Court just, justice a twenty-four hour story? Yeah, you mean you'd think it was worth a little bit of coverage. I mean, you guys reported last week on the coverage of the threat by the networks. The press completely ignored the story. I mean, it's just it it not not a peep. Well, we got, you know, we, we got, a, a, you know, this smattering of morning and evening show coverage in a 24-hour period. The New York Times put it on A20, uh, <laughs> at, at the bottom of A20. I mean, and, and that's the sort of thing where they're basically saying, we're hoping that you'll all forget it by the time we get to the Sunday shows. You know, I, and what's worse is uh, Good Morning America, CBS Mornings, and NBC's Today Show displayed their, for lack of a better term, idol worship um, you know, of, of Adam Schiff and Liz Cheney. And, I mean, they, they dedicated over four times more coverage of the January 6th you know, dog and pony show than they did of, like, for example, gas prices. They didn't, they didn't dedicate anything of, of any coverage to the stuff that really matters to Americans. Yeah, and so, I mean, I think this is, you know, you've, you get them so deeply invested. you got the networks in this case saying, well, we're, we're going to pressure you all to put these hearings on in prime time on a Thursday. Um, and, it, you know, try to get the Americans interested in this, in this issue. And then they were running around boasting they got 20 million viewers. But I think the problem for them is, and probably 19 and a half million of them were Democrats, yeah. And that's the problem they have. Yes. You know, they get angry because what they're basically saying is, well, the people who need to watch this aren't going to be the ones who watch this. Yeah, it's because we don't okay. care. <laughs> yeah. It, well, because, again, it, it's out of all proportion. So it's, you know, my whole reflection on this Sunday without Kavanaugh was January 6th was 74 weeks ago. And you can't cover what happened this week. We're talking with Tim Graham, managing editor at Newsbusters. Um, Tim, an, another story the media is ignoring is the effort by big tech to silence conservative media. I, I know you know of the libs of TikTok uh, Facebook page. They revealed the uh, ongoing issue of big tech censoring voices they disagree with. Twitter employees leveled accusations of, quote, targeted violence 
against the account uh, and Twitter employees uh, spoke internally about banning the account outright. And, and of course, Libs of TikTok then did what they do. They exposed all of this on their twit on their Twitter feed. Uh, I mean, it's it was kind of sh- well, it wasn't shocking because it's what Twitter does. But I, I mean, I, were you surprised at any of this to see that they had actually tried to effectively ban Libs of TikTok? No, I think what surprises me is when reporters act stupid and say the conservatives say that they're somehow they're the ones censored on social media. What are you talking about? That's where you just look at them crazy. We have here at the Media Research Center a website called censortrack.org that tracks all of these incidents. And, and, you know, we have a whole free speech division here that's looking at how social media companies are coming down on, on conservatives. And, you know, what they, most people might not understand is all libs of TikTok does is run video or, or tweets and stuff from liberals. They're not mischaracterizing anything. They're just showing people and the crazy stuff that they actually say. And obviously what the liberal media and the social media uh, people are like, well, this doesn't help us. That, that's why it's dangerous. Oh, well, this, this counters our narrative. And this is the whole problem we have is that they don't really like democracy. They don't really like free speech because that just gives too much, you know, it's too much time and space for the other side. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned exactly what they do because some people don't know. But that's the thing that I think upsets people is because libs of TikTok, they don't do anything. They don't make up anything. They're not manufacturing. They're just sharing posts that these liberals post themselves. And according to screenshots published by libs of TikTok, which the group said were provided by an anonymous Twitter employee, Twitter staffers were actively discussing whether the platform should ban the account libs of TikTok because they were just sharing stuff that these other people had created themselves. It's like, look, if you don't like it, blame the content creators. Don't blame libs of TikTok. All they're doing is sharing what they put out there themselves. Yeah, and there's there's no, you know, there usually what what the social media companies have been very very aggressive in recent months about anything they think is stop the steal and anything they think is disparaging of the government's COVID response. Libs of TikTok is nowhere near these, um, so it really becomes more about the usual thing that the left, the libertine left, wants to censor any criticism of LGBT, you, you know, you can't really be pro-life, you, you know, th- these are the things they don't like. That's too churchy. We can't, <laughs> we can't have you people coming in here and trying to preach to people unless you're preaching the gospel of LGBTQIA+. You know, you're right, Timmy. It's funny because it, it's almost like you can't say something factual if it counters their narrative. You can't say, for example, there are only two genders because they don't like it, even though it's biologically and factually accurate uh, you know they they this is where they don't like it when people pretend trump was elected but if you pretend <laughs> you're a woman with a penis that's that's to- totally cool i can't so believe I, you said it i did uh, well, that's father's well, day so <laughs> well i mean i you know I, all i'm saying is you know it i think the whole problem that that we often see with the young people is the young people today the people under 30 are all like, hey, if you want to be gay, that's your thing. But when it comes to the trans, they're like, oh, no, that's crazy. (laughs) 
Yeah. You know, they trip they trip over the T and say, wait a minute. Um, you know, this is just not cool. And and one of the things that, you know, they have a hard time with is the whole idea of how some, you know, youth get pushed into this and then regret transitioning. That's a story that they really hate to do in the media. No, and, and you're not allowed to discuss that either. That's, I mean, shame on you for even bringing that up, Tim. How dare you? Um, what was that website? I know you guys, obviously, if folks are interested, and by the way, we've shared a link to your report on the John Whitmer Show Facebook page, and if folks are interested, they can always visit newsbusters.org. But what yep. was that other, the, the conservative tracker that you mentioned? Censor track, like, you know, C-E-N-S-O-R, censortrack.org. Censortrack.org. Um, it, it just takes the incidence of when conservatives get Squashed. Well, and this is not the first time Libs of TikTok has been targeted by Twitter. I'm sure it's not going to be the last. Tim, I appreciate you. Thank you again for joining us this evening. Carry on the fight, my friend. You got it. Stick around. We'll uh, take a quick break, pay a few bills, and then coming up after the break, Mackenzie Haddock will join us to talk about and kind of walk us through some of the false advertising we're already hearing from the opposition folks who are trying to mislead you into voting no against the Value Them Both Amendment. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. For a beautiful look that protects and stays clean, choose Dutch Boy from Menards. Now all 11% off. Get quality products with smart technology like mildew-resistant coating, stain shield, and dirt-resistant paint and primer in the award-winning Dutch Boy Twist and Pour containers. Get 11% off everything, including the full line of Dutch Boy paints, now at Menards. Good through June 26th. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Quiet but warm for this evening across the area. A partly cloudy sky, the low 72, and a south-to-southeast wind gusting up over 25. On Monday, sunshine, 96 in the afternoon. Breezy south wind up over 20 at 25 miles per hour. Hotter temperatures coming our way Tuesday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price. News. I'm Kathleen Maloney. The International Swimming Federation issuing a new restriction for transgender athletes who want to participate in women's competitions. They have to complete their transition before the age of 12. FINA says this new gender inclusion policy will require trans swimmers to provide proof that their transition started before they went through puberty and that they have continued to suppress testosterone levels in order to compete. Fox's Marianne Rafferty. Senators are still working on a bipartisan gun safety measure, but Republican Mike Lee says they haven't come up with anything he can get behind. I kept asking to see text and it became apparent they didn't have a bill. In fact, they don't have a deal at all. What they had was agreement on a, a series of very broad promises. Senator Lee on Fox News Sunday. America is listening to Fox News. Ben Shapiro. The time when we tend to have the gun control conversation is when there is a school shooting, as opposed to, you know, the other 364 days of the year when lots and lots of people die from gun violence in the United States. The reason for that is because the idea is, when it comes to mass shootings, it could happen in your community, it could happen to anyone. The truth is, the vast majority of places in the United States where there is large-scale gun ownership do not have incidents like this. 
And there are lots of places that have serious gun control where there's a mass violence. We don't talk about gun control under those circumstances because the city disproves the case. Ben Shapiro, weeknights from 8 until 10 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. This is the Sean Hannity Show. You know, what happened to the Democratic Party of Bill Clinton that said abortion should be legal but rare? So these radical pro-abortion Democrats announcing that they're going to be targeting all these Catholic churches as they did this weekend, disrupting Mother's Day and, and services. But if you don't see the danger in this, there's nothing good that's going to come out of this. These justices now probably have to pack and leave and move to an undisclosed location. Sean Hannity. Afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. The Glenn Beck Program. America, you're an idiot. Don't want to be an American idiot. Do you want to stop being an idiot? Idiots welcome. Then maybe you should educate yourself. The Glenn Beck Program. Mornings from 9 until 11 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Live Sunday nights. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Want to remind you, you can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. You'll find podcast links to all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and True Social pages. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. So the pro-abortion folks are pulling out all the stops with a slew of misleading new television and radio ads designed to mislead Kansans into voting no on the value them both amendment on August 2nd. They call it a constitutional amendment. The truth, it's a strict government mandate designed to interfere with private medical decisions, a slippery slope that could put more of your individual and personal rights at risk. The ballot language is confusing, but one thing is clear. Kansans don't want another government mandate. So on August 2nd, send a message. Say no to more government control. Vote no on changing the Constitution. So they say they're protecting the constitutional rights of voters. What these ads are actually designed to do is mislead voters. Joining us now is Mackenzie Haddix from the Value Them Both Coalition. Mackenzie, thank you for joining us again. It's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend. Well, I'm glad to be on this evening to help set the record straight. Well, I I wanted I I reached out to you guys because, uh, you know, you listen to that ad and oh, protecting the Constitution, huh? That that sounds really good. That sounds reasonable. Uh, but you know, they're referring to the constitutional right, and it's dubious. But let's just assume there is one constitutional right to an abortion. And yet they never mention abortion once in the advertising. Why are they hiding it? Right. Um, You're absolutely right. Well, I first just want to say last week, the Valued in Both Coalition announced that over 200 Kansas medical and mental health professionals publicly support the Valued in Both Amendment. And since then, that number has just continued to grow. These are highly educated 
medical professionals who are the most valued and respected voices when it comes to the health and well-being of women and children, and we're grateful for their support. But shortly after this announcement, which, by the way, the media refuses to cover. Of course, um, yeah. Our, <laughs> our opposition placed a $3 million ad buy in which, as you mentioned, they've been airing deceptive TV ads, one of which features a lone pro-abortion doctor. But the irony in all of this is that the Vote No campaign is literally being run out of an abortion clinic in Overland Park, but fails to even include the word abortion in any of these ads. And it doesn't stop there. Their deception in one of the ads continues with an an unfounded claim that the value to both amendment is somehow a government mandate, which is false. The truth is that the abortion industry has a long history of supporting mandated taxpayer funding of abortion, which the value to both amendment clearly stopped. Oh, yeah. I, well, thank you. I'm glad you mentioned that because the, referring to the value them both amendment as a mandate, and if you, obviously my listeners can't see the ad, but in the ad they use anti-mask mandate imagery. They use, you know, the, the X sign with pictures of masks. So they're clearly trying to dupe voters into thinking the value them both is some kind of COVID-19 style government mandate. And it's so funny, it's laughable how stupid they must think voters are to think that the value them both amendment is some sort of a, you know, sabotage uh, sleuth. Let's dupe voters into voting for some kind of COVID-19 mandate. That's not what this is, but that's how they're marketing it because they don't want to say what it is is what 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 we what they want you to do is vote for free abortions, taxpayer-funded abortions. Right. right. Actually, you're absolutely right. And it was our activist state court that radically changed our constitution, taking away the voices of Kansans. And, you know, we've known from day one that the abortion industry would try and buy this election. I want your listeners to know that on August 2nd, it's the abortion industry and coastal elites versus Kansans and over 200 medical professionals who support the value of both amendment. The people are with us and, you know, it's showing through the largest grassroots mobilization effort in state history, um, despite the opposition's tactics to try and deceive voters. Mackenzie, I had heard that the doctor in the one where the other ad, you know, he talks about do no harm. And he repeatedly says in the ad, do no harm. We take an oath, do no harm. And yet he's an abortion doctor. Is that, that, that's what I'd heard. And that the, that does he not understand the irony there of do no harm, but kill babies? Right. Um, unfortunately I would, have to agree with you there. Um, but, you know, more importantly, I just think that this is this amendment is something that I think both pro-choice individuals and pro-life individuals can get behind because we are just simply trying to put basic regulations on the abortion industry and restore the voice to Kansans to have a discussion. Um, but right now, because of that radical state court ruling, uh, that state court decision, we can't have a say on this at all. Well, and you just said it, restore, because... This amendment doesn't do anything. That's the other thing. The group behind this ad is using vote no on the ban on their website right. and all of their propaganda. It, it, they're, they're, they're trying to advertise the value them both as if it's some sort of an abortion ban. It's not. This doesn't. You said it's restore. This has nothing to do with banning abortion. It's just codifying existing law and undoing a bogus Supreme Court decision. 
it's it just this whole the fact that we're seeing this type of misleading advertising just reinforces why it's so important that pro-life folks get out there and educate our friends and neighbors about the amendment and make sure that people understand that they don't fall for this stuff, right? Absolutely. Again, they're trying to deceive Kansas voters. We've heard the lies from day one, and I know you're probably seeing the yard signs pop up across the state that say, vote no, stop the ban. Um, The only thing value than both bans is mandated taxpayer funding of abortion, (laughs) which individuals on both sides of the argument can get behind. Well, and and I'm seeing plenty of value them both yard signs when they're not being stolen. I, I know that that's <laughs> become a problem. Um, if folks Absolutely. if folks are interested, and and I know that they're they're being stolen. Um, uh, the other thing that has come up, and I, I I'm gonna I wanted to talk about this at some point. I'll, I'll bring it up to you. People, it's already come up. I had a a listener actually email me recently because their homeowners association got frustrated and sent them a message saying that our HOA rules do not, uh, basically they ban yard signs, political signs during, uh, you know, in their, in their HOA. But Kansas state law says that you cannot restrict a yard sign during the 45 days prior to and the two days after an election. So if folks feel passionate about value them both, regardless of whether or not they live in a homeowner's association, they can get a sign and put it in their yard, right? Yes. Um, Yesterday was, you know, we passed the 45-day threshold before the election. Um, And so we have signs and they are welcome to come get them. um, And we're happy to provide those to them. And if they want more information, I know you guys have, you know, you're constantly having events you just had Matt and Mercedes Schlapp in town. I guarantee you're going to have more events, more door knocking. If they want to volunteer, if they want to donate, because if they've spent $3 million, I'm sure that's not the last $3 million they're going to spend. Um, if folks want more information, they can go to valuethemboth.com, correct? Yes, that is correct. We do need help to fight back against these deceptive TV ads. So um, if your listeners would like to make an immediate impact, they can do so by visiting our website at valuethemboth.com and donating to our campaign. But more importantly, just getting out and talking to their neighbors. I'll just tell you, the feedback we have received at the doors has been absolutely incredible. This race is going to take every single one of us being willing to talk to our neighbors and our friends and even strangers about how critically important this amendment is. Mackenzie, I appreciate you. I appreciate the work that you're doing. You know, keep up the good work. I know they're going to be going after you. And I, I mean, that's why when I saw this ad, I wanted to reach out to you and make sure that our listeners are not falling for this. It has nothing to do with mask mandates. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. Appreciate you, Mackenzie. We'll take a quick break and then I want to hear from you. Our phone lines are open 316 869 1330. Give us a call. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restriction supply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Refund available for 60 days after purchase. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. You'll get a free medical consultation. Discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. 
It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. Results are guaranteed or your money back. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4hymns.com joy. That's 4hymns.com joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. This is Jim. He decided to run for political office. You know, that ought to be a law. So he printed a few posters and told all of his friends, all 70 of them. Vote for me, Jim. Come election day, Jim got, well, 70 votes. Get your word, beliefs, and thoughts out to your community by using the power of radio and turn voters into friends. Thank you. Thank you all. Call Lisa Kreider at 316-425-0524 to learn more about how Odyssey can help your political goals. The first five years make all the difference. When children begin to understand the world around them and start to develop their sense of self, to walk, to talk, to trust, to give and receive love. Let's set them up for success right from the beginning. Together with our partners, the Kansas Department for Children and Families is working to make high-quality child care available for each child, every family, all Kansans. Get involved at childcareinkansas.com. Ben Shapiro. So does this sound like a case where everything that could have been done was done by the local PD? So this is either a failure of training or this is cowardice or both. That is all this is. And listen, I understand the challenges that caught. There is no one who is more pro-police than I am. That person does not exist in the United States. But if you sign up for this job and there is a human piece of debris who is trying to enter an elementary school to murder kids, you go in. That is what you signed up to do. This is why you took the job. Ben Shapiro. Weeknights from 8 until 10 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. News still happens while you're at work. The document. How can you guys say this is not a political issue? Long forgiveness. The Russians. The Odyssey app. Easy to get my news right on their app. At work. Because it's convenient and always there. Download the Odyssey app now. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Speaking of which, Wink will be joining us here at the 8 o'clock hour to talk about the price of gas. Want to remind you to stay informed with up-to-the-minute news while working from home, working around the garage, filling your tank, which can be expensive these days. Just download the Odyssey app or tell Alexa or Google Home to play KNSS Radio. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter, at John R. Whitmer, to get all the latest updates on the show. If uh, if you do happen to live in an HOA or any kind of a you know, residential area with covenants, uh, that law is KSA 58-3820. It's Restrictive Covenants Political Yard Signs Limitations, And it says, on and after the effective date of this act, which was back in 2008, by the way, any provisions of a restrictive covenant which prohibits the display of political yard signs, 
which are less than six square feet, yada, 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 during a period commencing 45 days before an election and ending two days after the election is hereby declared to be against public policy and such provisions shall be void and unenforceable. So no HOA can restrict your First Amendment rights to display a yard sign, a political yard sign. Now, you can't put out a yard sign that says, I like the NRA, but you can put out a candidate political yard sign before an election, 45 days before and two days after. So don't let an HOA restrict your rights to free speech. And I know that HOA, we live, my wife and I live in an HOA, and we like, you know, respect the covenants, and we make sure we mow our grass, and we don't paint our house purple. And wouldn't do that anyway, because I'm a Jayhawk. But you can't allow an HOA to restrict your free speech rights. I mean, it's just, that's one of those things that's always bugged me when you get into campaigns and HOAs that start restricting people's rights. Speaking of campaigns... You know, my mother used to say, you're judged by the company you keep. And we've had uh, both of these two candidates on the show already multiple times. Um, But Republican Attorney General candidate Tony Mativi and Treasurer candidate Stephen Johnson are tapping into support that I think some are looking askance at. They recently attended an event from moderate Johnson County Republicans that, frankly, they're not really moderates. Uh, Mativi and Johnson were invited to attend a fundraising reception by a number of quote-unquote moderate Republicans, including Mary Birch, Johnson County Republican Community College trustee Greg Musil, and former state rep Jan Kessinger of Overland Park. Now, listeners to this show will remember Jan Kessinger as the last White Rhino Award winner from the show. Jan Kessinger is one of only four House reps that killed the Value Them Both Amendment two years ago. Um, Again, you are judged by the company you keep, and meet-and-greet reception was held at Overland Park's Doubletree Hotel back on June 8th. I know these candidates need votes, but courting, and, and, and you want to be a big tent. I get that as well. But courting rhinos to that level, Jan Kessinger, <laughs> Jan Kessinger endorsed Laura Kelly twice. Jan Kessinger has endorsed Laura Kelly this time. Jan Kessinger is not a Republican. He is the quintessential Republican in name only. One of only four Republicans to vote no on the Value Them Both Amendment. He voted for tax increases, Medicaid expansion, gun control. And Tony Mativi and Stephen Johnson want his endorsement? Uh, again, I know that's a tight race. I know that, you know, Mativi in particular has got two opponents. But go meet him in private. But you're going to let them fundraise and you're going to accept money from them. What does that say? Uh, you know, you're going to take a check from Planned Parenthood while you're at it? You're going to take a check from, you know, <laughs> uh, Moms Demand Action while you're at it? Why don't you get money from Laura Kelly? I mean, it's, it's the same thing. 
And I just, I'm, the next time they're on the show, I'm going to ask them about this because it, it's, I mean, Tony, what do you think? It, it's, that makes me a little, because both yeah. of them are running as conservative. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's um, the rhino thing. I mean, that bothers people that, uh, you know, are in the Republican Party. You're not standing for the values of the Republican Party. I, I, don't get me wrong. I, I mean, there's room. We have a big tent. We want moderates. Yes. But there's a difference between being a moderate and endorsing yeah. the Democrat against your, you know, I mean, right. And he, even I could get Jan Kessinger doing it with Chris because he had problems with Chris Kobach. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But Derek Schmitz knows Chris Kobach. No. Yeah. And yet he's still That's endorsing true. Laura Kelly. Right. Laura Kelly's been a disastrous governor and he's still endorsing yes. Laura Kelly. Yeah. So yeah, you're, he's a Democrat. Yes, he is. And, and, you know, it's probably, you know, he's, he's, Republican because he can get votes that way. You know, you're in right. K- you're in Kansas. If you're a Democrat in Kansas, it's hard. It's hard, especially where he lived. Yes, I mean he lost his election yeah. resoundingly. He, yeah. but he never could have gotten elected in the first place yeah. as a Democrat in yeah. his House seat. Yeah. And he was, you know, sent packing because they figured out what he was. But mm-hmm. you're right. There's if he'd if he'd been honest with folks and said, "There's my value." Never he, made it in. Thank you. And. and we wouldn't have heard of him anymore. So here's the question is, can you, I mean, what does it say? Or maybe I'm being overly critical. Maybe they're just trying to be there for everybody and, and, and visit as many possible. But when I was a candidate, you know, I never went and interviewed with KNEA, Kansas, yeah. you know, the teachers, teachers unions, union. Yeah. Because why? Yeah. They're not going to vote for me. No. Nope. They're not going to support me. And nope. I knew it was a hostile environment. Yeah. So why bother to go and sit with them? Yeah. No, yeah, that's understandable. And you've mentioned several things, not just backing the governor, Governor Kelly, but doing other things, voting again, you know, for more gun control and right. other things. And his voting that valued them was... both a couple of years ago, you know, right. that he voted again. You know, so, you know, just look at his record. You can see that he's not Republican, you know. So, yeah, uh, Inter- it's, just, it's interesting. These are the things that kind of, they're head scratcher moments that yeah. kind of make you wonder. Yeah. What, what prompts now? And again, I know that that both Mativi and Johnson are in very competitive races. Yeah. But if I'm their opponents, I'm going to seize on that. Yeah. I'm going to say, look, you know, they claim to be a conservative, but they're hanging out with yes, these exactly. folks who endorse Laura Kelly. Yeah. And that it, it's a it's a, if nothing, it's a mistake on part of their campaign to put their candidate in a position where now he's having to explain this. Yeah. Yeah. Because what you know. Again, you had mentioned, you know, Chris Kobach is not, you know, Derek Schmidt is not Chris Kobach, you know. No. So, yes. I no. mean, Derek's, you know, I've I've met him. He's been here at the studio. He's a he's a nice guy. Yeah. He's done some good things. He's, he's not got, a bomb thrower like he's Chris not a bomb was. Thrower. And, yeah. yeah and Chris was fine, you know, and I know we had, there were issues there with Republicans, two different Republicans, you know, and that's why you have Governor Kelly now, right. I think, is because... Chris was definitely people, to the right yes, of Derek. Yes. Yes. Not to say that Derek's a, you know, a, a moderate, no, necessarily, he's not, yeah. but um, he, he Chris definitely was to the right of... Chris is to the right of me. So. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. But, yeah. So There's not a whole lot of people that are, but yeah. I would say Chris is to the right of me. So, yeah, it's inter- it would be interesting to, you know, why, what do you see again? What's, what's wrong with Derek Schmidt? Uh, yeah, what, that what would, I, that's a great know. question. Yes. yes, I'd love to ask Jan yeah. Kessinger 
Why? And then, so again, you're judged by the company you keep. Yes. And so if that's who you want to go and hang out with and do fundraisers for, uh, it just begs the question, uh, you know, are you going to go do fundraisers for the, you know, Democrats? Yeah. You know, what do you think about, uh, we've been seeing press releases come down with Laura Kelly touring the state because she got us the sales tax. Sure she did. Yeah. Cuts. Sure she did. She she did that. Of course she did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she And technically she did sign the bill. Oh, yeah. Well, yep. she did that She, she did sign yes. the bill. So, you know, she also claimed to give us the property taxes. Yeah. That the Republican, that the legislature and passed. that she was against had nothing, previously. No, yes, did not. No. And you had brought up sales yes. tax when you were Two years ago. Like, yes. Yeah, two and years ago, she had the chance to give us food sales tax. Yeah. And she, uh, she vetoed it. Twice. Uh, yeah, she's, but you know, it's an election year yeah, and she's exactly trying to get reelected. Right. So now she's all in favor of all the good things that the legislature did. You know, part of me wishes they hadn't passed the darn stuff well, to yeah. give her less things to run on. But, you know, <laughs> she also gets to run on the Department of Labor's wonderful records. Oh, yeah. Yeah, really. That was a mess. <laughs> Stick around after the break. We'll be joined by Wink Hartman. You're listening to the John Whitmer Show on KNSS. We'll be back right after this. We are all on this planet together. So join Odyssey and find your one thing. June is the month to make your pet green. Plastic isn't just harmful to the environment, but it can be harmful to your pets too. Don't buy dog and cat toys made out of plastic. Instead, look for toys made with natural materials like cotton, rope, wood, or bamboo. Even better, make toys out of old t-shirts, socks, or towels. Your dog or cat will love your upcycled toy just as much. Join Odyssey, and together each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? Ben Shapiro. There are eminently obvious solutions that are actually available that were not taken here. Armed people on campus to stop this stuff would have stopped this stuff, or at least could have stopped this stuff. Locking the door could have, would have stopped this sort of stuff. But these are precisely the sort of solutions that nobody in the media actually wants to talk about because it doesn't cut in favor of broad-scale social change that they wish to engineer based on whatever is the most convenient story at hand. Ben Shapiro, weeknights from 8 until 10 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.